0: All right, all you single ladies, if you are single, Christian, and looking to date, but don't know where to start or where to meet incredible men, check out upward the free app that's super easy to use download it make a profile in minutes and chat with other faith first singles near you i actually know several people that have met on upward and are in amazing relationships today so hey why not try it all you got to do is download upward today hey girl you're listening to the for the girl podcast the podcast designed for you Join Mac and Ken's as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or Mac and Ken's your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Okay, we have another amazing episode today. This is a funny one, but gonna be so good and so powerful. So So today's episode is called For the Girl Who is Trying to Decide Whether or Not to Party. If you clicked on this and are listening, we are so happy you're here. Yeah, I'm excited. And like, we have a really, really awesome episode for you. And... Trust me, you better get your ears ready because we are going to convince you why you do not need to party in college to have the most amazing college experience ever. That's Don't turn this off. Keep listening. Don't turn it off. Keep listening. Um, But before we get into that, we have to do our little three minute tea segment. We got to spill some tea for you guys. This is what we do. So today we're going to spill tea on being in a long distance friendship. A long-distance friendship. Wow. Are you excited? Hold on. I I lost my app that has my phone timer. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. We got three minutes.
1: Go. Okay, yeah. So me and Mac, um, if you didn't already... Um, we are long distance We're long distance Not right now Right now we're sitting across the table That's true Best ever um, We see each other like once a month They're honestly like a lot Yeah. So yeah. that makes a long distance friendship yeah. a lot better And when we are together we're like together 24-7 yeah. So that is really great Here's the tea of our long distance friendship We talk every single day Every day Truly mm-hmm. Every day For how long you think?
0: I mean at least an hour
1: At least an hour every day <laughs>
0: If not three. We also work together, so it typically like starts around work. But I mean, it is very rare that if it's a meeting with just the two of us, that it is like we just get off the phone at the end of the meeting like yeah. we always usually
1: we have a meeting set for an hour and we actually spend the first 10 minutes doing what we said we were gonna do during the meeting and then the rest of the time yeah, 50 we're just minutes. blabbing about who knows what who how do we come what? up with things to talk about all the time
0: I don't know I think it's because there's so much happening in your life that I don't know about and like happening like at the Delight headquarters you're catching me up on like you know what's the haps of that day in the office and that's things that's true and then there's so much happening in my life that you don't know about yeah you're then, about random
1: things. It's like each day you have to pick something new yeah. to ask about.
0: I'm used to hearing your opinion on everything in my life, so I still need it, even though we're long distance. Yeah, yeah you know?
1: that's true. So some days I'm like, so what do you do today? What are you doing today? Have you seen your family? Why haven't you seen your family? What's yeah. your roommate doing? Yeah. Wait, have you talked to Tyler? What do you guys <laughs> talk about? When do you talk? How long do you talk? Yeah. And some days I ask about like workout, like, are you working out? Are, is that happening yeah. in your life? Or what but are you eating? Are you cooking? We what also places need explain do you go to explain to eat? people
0: that we're not really sweet to each other. Like no. we're not very sweet to each other. It's like true. as much as we're like obsessed with each other and always talk, it's usually like, what's up? What do you yeah. want? Hi. Like, Hi. Sometimes Da-da-da-da-da. you get sentimental.
1: Yeah, yeah, It's that's a rare true. moment.
0: The other weekend, it was really funny. I was like on a little trip and um, I was like, I'm going to turn off my phone for two days. And so I text her. I'm like, hey, I'm going to turn off my phone for like the next two or
1: three days. Like, but yeah. if you need me, text Tyler or whatever. She literally was like, no. I was, <laughs> I was so scared and anxious. I was like, oh my gosh. Like I literally could not think about it. And like two <laughs> seconds later, I texted Tyler. I was like, Tyler, just so you know, you're hearing from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the next day, we, she texted To Tyler about something or whatever. And I was like, Tyler, give me your phone. And I was like texting her from the phone. And it was so funny. She she told me, she said, well, since you left your phone, I've been leaving my phone at home too. (laughs) Like literally
1: (laughs) I did. I was like, I'm going to leave my phone behind. I told Tyler the other day that I think you've been missing me. Yeah, it's true. I, I think love you've it. been missing me. It's good to I mean, miss I've been somebody. Missing you I too, like the feeling of the long distance. friend. I like the feeling of missing yeah, somebody. Yeah. This is good. This is working well for us. Yeah, I actually think it works well yeah. for us because
0: then we get time together. And, then and we like, don't right fight now. as
1: much, yes. which we talked about in the friend drama episode. Yes,
0: yes. We just get more good, quality healthy, time.
1: quality time. Healthy. Oh. There is such a thing as healthy long distance friendships. Yes. We love that. We you do. guys got the inside scoop, the tea. I think the trick with
0: a long distance friendship is treat it like a friendship. Like I feel like when I lived in the same city as you, I would just call you randomly and be like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And we would maybe, maybe hang out. But most of the time we just chat on the phone for five minutes. That's true. And so I think the same is true when you're doing uh long distance. It's just like, don't, you don't always have to plan it. Just call them, you know, Yeah. just text right. them, whatever. And yeah. I think that that's actually the best. The easiest long distance relationships are the ones where you just are natural with it.
1: Yeah, no agenda. It can be short, quick convos. Hang up when you want to hang up. Say hello when you want to say hello. It's great. Okay, well, we're so excited for this episode. You guys, like, by so excited, we are so freaking excited. Yes, we've had this one on our list for so long. We have a lot to say, so let's get to it.
0: Okay, everybody, Ken's and I are super excited about today's conversation. First of all, if you are just listening to this, we are so glad you're here because my guess is this is not going to be our most listened to podcast. And I'm kind of excited about that because the women that are showing up here, welcome. Thank you. I think that this is going to be a really cool episode that I think is going to encourage you, inspire you, challenge you. And I'm excited about it. So we wanted to share a little bit of our heartbeat behind this before we kind of jump in, but we run a college ministry. I think a lot of you guys know that. And one of the things we get asked about all the time, and I forget because I'm so far out of college, but I remember this being so real when I was yeah. in college is this idea of drinking and partying and how do you make the choice whether you should party or not before you turn 21? Should you drink all the different things? And so mm-hmm. we want to speak to the girl who is maybe in college right now, maybe her. Freshman in college and all of your friends are going out on the weekends. Um, all your friends are, you know, doing the thing they're doing the college life, doing the what thing. you see in the movies, they're <laughs> drinking, they're partying and you're trying to decide, should I do that too? Like, should I jump in? Should I join into this? Is it really that big of a deal if like I yeah. have a beer on a Friday night or whatever totally. it is? Um, and we don't want to make this like a super legalistic thing of like, Hey, it has to look like this or it doesn't have to look like this. Rather, we just want to spend the next 20 or 25 minutes convincing you why you don't need this during yes. your time in college to have so much fun, uh, right. to make incredible friends, and why you don't need this to be a part of your college experience. We're not necessarily talking to those of you who are like over 21 and deciding whether you want to go out and have a glass of wine with your girlfriends. Um, <laughs> That's not the conversation. Not the conversation. This is for uh, those girls in college trying to decide do I get into the party scene or do I not? So yes, get ready, buckle up, because we have some pretty convincing
1: arguments coming <laughs>
0: your way. I think
1: we do, and the only thing we're asking, you know, some points you might be like, oh my gosh, love that, that got me. Some you might be like, oh my gosh, are they really talking about that? I hate that. <laughs> All we're asking is that you listen to this whole episode. You know, yes, we're going to move pretty fast. It's going to be pretty entertaining. You need this. We need this. Everybody needs this. So it's going be good okay so we have a few points they are not in any specific order and we're just gonna jump right on in so the first thing we wanted to talk about is the fact and the reputation around alcohol being um a numbing agent like it's gonna be able to numb out problems or anxiety Or things and that are going on in your life because this is really real, especially in college and out of college. You know, you you have so many different areas of stress like going on stress with tests, stress with balancing everything in life. There is also breakups in college that are so real, and you're like, gosh, I just want to go out on the weekend and forget about him. Like, I want to forget about him. There's also things like friend hurt, like you feel left out and hurt by a friend, and you're like, you know what, I want to numb this out of my life. Maybe. Even maybe for some of you, it's like family members, like being sick, or maybe you feel homesick or far from home, and alcohol just feels like it's gonna help everything and yeah. um, make you feel better. And I just wanna speak against this lie like, this is actually so not true. Um, I did a little Google search prior <laughs> to this episode, I felt like this was necessary. I Googled the symptoms of a hangover, so post alcohol. Vibes, feeling, what is it like? Okay, okay, listen to some of these words. We got fatigue, weakness, thirst, headache, muscle acheness, nausea, stomach pain, vertigo, sensitivity to light and sound, anxiety irritability, sweating, and an increase of blood pressure. What these things sound like, let me just repeat the last couple, anxiety, irritability, sweating, and an increase of blood pressure. I really believe that what we've been told of, alcohol being like a a numbing agent, I actually think it might in fact create and stir more anxiety Mm -hmm. in our life, like after the fact, because of course in the moment when you're drinking and you're partying and you're going out on the weekends, like of course it is numbing it in the moment. We all know like a buzz that's fun, you're forgetting about things, but I think the the, the long-term effect yeah. of living a life like this is actually going to be stirring a lot more anxiety in your life. Mm, Um, And just want to make this clear that like really drinking does not and has never taken away anybody's problems. If only it's making them like a little bit worse. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think that's like, remember like what numbing is like numbing is like, like when you go to the dentist to get a root canal or whatever and they numb your mouth, like eventually the feeling will come back. So when we choose alcohol to like just numb out from our problems for a moment, we have to remember that the feelings, the anxieties, the worries, the concerns will come back. But because we've chosen to like go to this substance to like try to bring healing or just forget about it for a moment it intensifies it it's like Mm. the longer it's just like if I were to never get my tooth fixed but just keep numbing it numbing it numbing it the problem is only going to get worse right long term yes and so rather than just like numbing out for a season numbing out for a night numbing out for another night like what it would it look like to just like deal with the thing, yeah. <laughs> to confront the thing and not to use alcohol as a coping mechanism mm. um, because you're lonely in college or yeah. that boy broke up with you or you have an anxiety mm. about a test the next day or whatever it is. And so it's just such a real thing. I hear the language in college and it's like, what's sad about it is it's honestly usually the beginning stages of a lot of alcoholism for a lot of people. It's mm-hmm. like, um, you know, a friend will be like, oh my gosh, I've had the worst week ever. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't wait to go out tonight. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, that breaks my heart Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there's so much more. Mm -hmm. And we all know there's a place to go with that really hard week, and it's to the feet of Jesus. And so we're going to talk about that more in a little bit, but just remembering that it's actually not making your problems better. It's making them worse. (laughs) And we got to remember that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the second thing we want to talk to you guys about and say is that it is not your only option in college. Yes, Uh, Some of you need to hear this. You might be thinking, well, it's just like what everybody does in my school or um, it's just what I'm going to do because it's like the only option in college. And this is just 1 million percent not (laughs) true. And we know at some universities or situations, it might Just be harder to find a community, Uh, people that don't party. But I can promise you that on every college campus across the country and every city across the country, there are a group of people who are not drinking and partying every weekend, but are still having so much fun. So much fun. Okay, this is a. I feel like I've shared this before somewhere, but I'm going to share it again here when I was a freshman in college, I got to school. I was like, definitely the good girl in high school. Like I never, I never had even tasted alcohol, never drank nothing like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, and I didn't want to party in college. Like I truly didn't. I wanted to like find a group of Christian friends and all these things. But first weekend of college came around and my whole floor was putting on their outfits, you know? Yeah. And everybody, first oh, week of college, went to the club.
1: The club. Oh, the I don't club. even know that the we clerks. have Nashville clubs,
0: but there was a club. No, we do. I Okay, well, back in the day, there was a club. I don't know if this club is still open, but literally every single person. So I was like, okay. I guess I have. I guess this is what you do. So you went. Like I have to go to the club. I have to go to the club. So I put on my little outfit. Oh, I've heard this story. Yep. I okay. put on, put on my little outfit. I went with all my newfound friends. You know, quote unquote friends. Yes. I would known them for three days and whatever. And um, we went to the club. We rolled up at the club. You know, I don't <laughs> think one person. The club. I don't think <laughs> one person was like un- over the age of twenty-one. Like literally, it was definitely all college freshmen. I'm pretty sure at the club Um, and people were having a great time all the things and I just felt so like out of place. So, like I was like what do I even do? And you Ken says about me when I feel out of place, I just like disengage. I'm like, well, whatever. So I literally this is before I don't even know if I had an iPhone at this point. Um so you could, did, Okay, I did. You did. did. You're right. I did. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Okay, you are, like 45. You're right. 45? You're right. Okay, okay. I had an iPhone. I did have an iPhone <laughs> and I literally sat in the corner and played Bejeweled and I I literally did at the club. I played Bejeweled in the corner for like an hour and a half until my friends were
1: ready to go home. And the we club's got in, not for you.
0: Yeah. And we got in the Uber and went home. But like, I literally thought that was the only option. And I'm not kidding. It took like maybe two or three more months of me not going to the club and me being like, oh, this is such a bummer. And yes. I feel so left out. And am I ever going to make friends? But I eventually made friends who, you know, weren't trying to go to the club every weekend. And It was so much more fun than me
1: sitting in the corner playing Bejeweled or whatever. Uh, Let me just speak about the club for a second. Okay, will you? (laughs) Because different from you, I've had a little bit of club experience in my life. Okay,
0: you did not go the same weekend I went. I know you did it. But, I
1: don't think I did, and that's not what we're getting at. Okay. Here. But what I'm, I'm kind of bummed at you here. didn't get caught up in that, too. Okay. Yeah. No. But here's the thing with the club or just with partying, just with like the weekends out and about. Yeah. To your point, I think like one in five times going out on the weekend is actually fun. And I experienced this personally in my party days. It's like really true that like sometimes it's like the best night ever and it's so fun. Yeah. But like we said to the point earlier, I think long-term, it creates more anxiety in our life. So I'm not talking about the long-term because long-term is no good. We know we can find that with Jesus. But the reality is, is clubbing, going to fun bar party on the weekend that it's actually not that fun yeah. and a lot of us are dr- get like nobody likes to actually go it's really funny my sister goes to the club she I'm can't believe I'm exposing her on this podcast <laughs> she doesn't even like to go to the club but she just goes that, to like the they're club. friends they just end up going they just go every there. weekend. go yeah. there and just let's speak of this that like you just don't have to go and there's so many other opportunities for so much fun like Really, we sound lame, but like really good fun. I had so much fun in college,
0: like literally the most fun in college. And I really don't remember alcohol being involved in it. No, at all. exactly. At all. Exactly. And not in like a good, clean, fun, the goody goodies at all. It was just that we found a group of people who was so much fun, yeah. wild, crazy, all the things. It just didn't revolve around alcohol. And yes. what was super cool about it is like we had so much fun on Friday night and the fun continued the next morning, usually because <laughs> like we could. And, yeah. the next, and we were able to show up for church right. on Sunday and all those different things. And um, I just think that sometimes the lie is, and I'm kind of funny that like I literally thought, that it wasn't possible my first couple of weeks at college. Like I thought I was going to have to just like convert I, yeah. because, um, I thought that was the only option if I wanted to like have friends in college, yeah. but trust me, they are out there. Be patient, keep looking and yes. keep seeking them out because they're out
1: there and it's so much fun. Yes, totally. That is huge. You guys be patient and building community in college. Just be patient. Like right now you really might be convinced that like, you don't know one person that doesn't party or that's a believer, but like I promise through patience, through waiting Through putting yourself out there, showing up to different things on campus, you will find people that are like minded and who aren't party on the weekends. Like, there really is somebody on your campus and multiple people on your campus. And I find sometimes, and I've heard this too, you have to like talk about your faith. Sometimes, like, sometimes people are like, no, there's no Christians. Like, I haven't heard anybody talk about Jesus. And I'm like, well, are you talking about Jesus? Because sometimes if you talk about Jesus, you find out by surprise that. They actually love Jesus, too, and they actually don't want to be partying either. And then there's this bond that happens, and then you can do something different. So be more outspoken about your faith. Be bold. Put yourself out there and be patient in finding community. It's not the only option in college, for real. Okay, you want to take us through our next point?
0: I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I get in such a rut when it comes to my quiet time. I don't know what scripture to read. I journal on and on about all my random feelings and I get so easily distracted. But what if I told you that there was a resource to make your time with Jesus more powerful and productive? We are so excited to introduce you to our new monthly subscription, The Tent, Encountering Jesus
1: in Your Every Day. Each month, you'll get the resources and encouragement you need to revive your time with the Lord. This will include a monthly focus and challenge, guided prayers, and personalized content that we love. We're so excited to announce that we have an awesome deal for our For the Girl podcast listeners. We are giving you $5 off this monthly subscription, locking you in at only $10 a month. This opportunity won't last forever, so seriously, go sign up today. Head to forthegirl.com for more details and to pitch your tent to encounter God in your everyday.
0: Yes. Okay, guys. The next thing that we want to talk about, and this is so, so real, honestly. That um, choosing to um, kind of like numb out with alcohol and kind of getting into the party scene can truly begin to deeply affect your walk with the Lord. Um, And we know that everybody experiences this differently, and we're not going to blanket statement this, but um, I think that anytime we are choosing something, um, we ultimately are like... in it's truly not something that maybe is good for us. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like begins to become an idol in our life. And Mm -hmm. um, this can be so many things for so many different people. Uh, But it's one of those things that we use it. We talked about oftentimes to numb out. We use it to not Mm -hmm. deal with this stuff. And essentially it's basically saying, hey, I choose this over you, Jesus, because Jesus is the place that we can go to with our troubles, with our frustrations, with our long weeks, with our loneliness. And when instead we turn to alcohol, we're choosing intimacy with something else, intimacy with the world, over yeah. intimacy with Jesus Himself. Um, and so we we said we run a college women's ministry, and we have a lot of um, you know women leaders who are leading on college campuses. Yeah. And this comes up a lot in our chapters. You know, yeah. several of the leaders are getting crazy and wild on the weekends. Yeah. And what's we find so often is that it really begins to kind of affect the health and the cha- of our entire delight community and yeah. chapter. And not really because of kind of maybe the outward choices, but often it's the the inward heart postures. It's yeah. the posture of saying, I choose something over you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that oftentimes what happens is that we get so used to that, that our relationship with Jesus gets put on the back burner. Because when I think when we start going to Jesus with our problems, we start going to Jesus with our issues and our bad weeks and our loneliness, He begins to speak life into those things and Mm -hmm. begins to say like, hey, you don't need all of this stuff Mm -hmm. to find peace and to find joy and to find community and all of Mm -hmm. these different things that really, really are gifts and free roots of the spirit and things that change the trajectory of our college experience ultimately. And so I just believe that our relationship with Jesus is the best relationship we'll ever have. So it should be priority. It should be the thing that comes first and it
1: should speak into every decision that we make. Yes, absolutely. I think there's like a, definitely a thing that we in today's world have started to believe that like we can kind of do whatever we want and like we'll still, um like it won't really affect our relationship with Jesus, but I just really do think it does. I think it does. It affects our intimacy. It affects our influence, which is huge. Like if you care about um, exemplifying Jesus, like showing Jesus to the world around you. If you, if you care about spreading the gospel and spreading the good news, like what you're doing really matters and is really attached, um, to your influence. So I even want to encourage you, like if you are, if you're like weighing out the options of being like, okay, I might party Or, I maybe want to step more into like spreading the gospel. Like, you got to strip the one away um, because what that will affect your influence. Um, And yeah, I think this is like a really important thing that we have to talk about more often. Like, it does indeed affect our relationship with. Jesus, like Mm. it does hinder it. And we got to take personal responsibility to live a life that honors him.
0: Yeah. I remember to, um, in college, um, I felt like there, I had a couple of friends who towards like the end of college kind of started to like really get into this scene and it was not the decisions they had been making earlier in college. And what I've found is that, They really oftentimes kept it in the dark. Like they wouldn't tell anybody. The only people they would tell were the people that were involved. Mm. Um, And so like I would hang out with them or other friends. We'd all go hang out with them. And I think it was probably like not wanting to feel judged or not wanting to feel it, whatever it was. But it made the relationship really awkward because suddenly there were secrets. That we both kind of knew about, Mm. you know, that normally we would talk about those things, but there was like secrets, things being kept in the dark. And I think often with this, there's kind of some shame attached to it sometimes. And it's like, you don't want to bring it to Jesus. You don't want to talk about Jesus to, you don't want to wake up on Saturday morning and be like, Jesus, I had a great night last night, you know, went out to the club, did this, made out with a couple boys like blah, 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 it was a great night. Like, yeah. no, that's not that's usually not your conversation on a Saturday morning after that. Um, so, of course, it's going to begin to affect your intimacy and not because God doesn't love you. Any differently, you know, Mm. not because he's over there like shaking his head, but because you begin to put up walls with him, because you let shame start to enter in and um, you start to keep things in the dark. And so that's what I think is like really important here is that we want to be able to like wake up and bring everything to Jesus. And so if you've noticed that there's little things you started to hold back or keep back from Jesus, like don't be okay with that. Don't be simply satisfied with that. Um, Bring those things to Jesus because I do think Jesus wants to know about your wild and crazy Saturday nights and talk to you and begin to like move in your heart about them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that's where the intimacy disconnect starts to happen. I felt it in like personal relationships and human friendships. And I think it's even more so in our walk with Jesus um, that like it's really, really hard for relationships to thrive when there are secrets and when there are things
1: that are not out in the open. Yeah, absolutely. This is so huge. I've experienced this in so many different areas of my life and other little sins that I've been walking into. So that is so, so real. Okay. We got one final point. You guys, we're really bringing this home. Here we go. You guys, this is really real. I think a lot of us are told that How we spend our time in college these four years just don't really matter. Like a lot of us, I hear it all the time. Girls are like, well, I'm just gonna party while I'm in college and then like afterwards that I won't, like I'll just be different after that. Um, And that's fine. That's great if you wanna waste this time. But why waste four years when you literally have the very tangible choice to live in the freedom and the fun of Christ, growing closer to Him and becoming more like Him? Like, this is so awesome. Like, mm. we have a choice. You either can spend these four years, yes, partying, and doing the thing and having fun one out of five times and do that—it's great. It might be fun for a little bit, but I just really believe that um, this time really does matter. Like it's four years full of purpose and four years full of Jesus, if we choose um, to do that. And also, I, I really believe that college are—it's really formative years of your life. Like this whole thing about like it's four years and it doesn't really matter—is just. Really not true. Like our our early 20s, it's really when we develop our character. It's when we develop a career. It's when we develop our spiritual giftings. It's where we make lifelong friendships, maybe even a relationship. Like these things, like this time, figuring out who you are apart from your parents and home and family is so formative in your life. So if there's going to be a time that you're going to choose to not party and choose to be disciplined in your faith and choose to stay connected to Jesus and surrounded by Jesus loving girlfriends. Yeah. Like this would be the time. Like this yeah. is the perfect time. This is like so really, really formative yeah. years of your life. And mm. that is such a lie to be like, it's just four years. I'm going to waste away. Like this is really important.
0: Yeah. I had this moment where, uh, I went back to Belmont, which is where kids and I went to school about four or five years later after leaving school, maybe not that long, two or three years later <laughs> and, um, walked on campus and was walking around and I went to a delight meeting and it was so funny walking in that room because I walked in the room and nobody knew who I was that like, you know, mm-hmm. that I had started delight lie or anything like that. But I just got to sit back and listen to the conversations being had and seeing women connect and seeing women grow in their relationship with Jesus. And mm-hmm. I just had this moment with God where I felt like God was like, Hey, Mackenzie, the conversations that you had in college mattered. The decisions that you made in mm-hmm. college mattered. The prayers that you made in college yeah. matter. All those little yeah. moments when nobody was looking and you thought they didn't matter, they mattered to me. And they um, laid a foundation for what I could do in your life, but they also laid a foundation for what I could do in the lives of so many other people. Um, and so I think sometimes we think we're insignificant, but I believe that God can use these moments to, to do incredibly amazing, Amazing things. And so um I think those moments happen in those little moments of obedience too. When yeah. we go against the grain of the culture of our college campus and we do things differently. We do things in the name of Jesus. We uh spend our Friday and Saturday nights loving people rather than numbing out. We spend yeah. our Friday and Saturday nights um, you know, like hanging out with community that we're gonna have for the rest of our life and remembering mm-hmm. the nights rather than just like like uh, forgetting, like blacking out, and not being able to remember what even happened. Um, yeah. I think these are just little decisions that can seriously lay a foundation for God to do incredible things with your life, but incredible things in the lives of people all over the place. Like the decisions mm-hmm. you make can literally change the trajectory of other people's lives and their destiny. And so, um, I think that's a really yeah. cool way to look at it. Is like yeah. not like, hey, what are all the things that I have to say no to? Like, oh. You're saying in order to walk with God, I have to like say no to going out with my friends on the weekends, but no, rather what are all the things you get to say yes to? Because of it? you get to say yes to loving people really well. You get to say yes to deep, important, informative community. You get to say yes to being able to get plugged into a church on Sundays because it's not that hard to wake up on Sundays. You Mm -hmm. get to say yes to so many things. So rather than like thinking about all the things you're having to give up, start to focus on the things Mm -hmm. that like God gets to do because. Of that obedience and
1: that decision to to be a little different in college. Yeah, absolutely. I love when I get to talk to girls who are like building um dreams, like Uh, for their career like doing that thing they're like super passionate about as like a side hustle while they're in college I think that's just like the coolest thing ever because they're just like leveraging their time and I think about us doing that like that was like one of the best decisions we could have made was getting to like start delight when we were in college and we seriously just couldn't have been doing both um like It was through our intimacy with Jesus. Like we talked about earlier, like drinking, partying on the weekends affects your intimacy with Jesus. And it was through our intimacy with Jesus. It was through a quiet, close moment with him that we even like got the idea to start delight. And so we needed that moment with Jesus. It was through the discipline and through the sacrifice of spending our time on Friday night and on the weekends to love on people, to spend time with him that we got to build this little dream there's so much time and opportunity to build your dreams and to follow the purpose for your life when you're not partying. It just yeah. is really true. Yeah. And you can really leverage that. And I see women do that all mm. of the time. At the end of the day, this is all just a choice. Yeah. Our whole lives are a choice, right? God yeah. gives us a choice to live a life that yeah. following him wholeheartedly or, yeah. or not. And um. Oh gosh, I want all the girls listening to this to make a choice to follow yeah, him wholeheartedly. So good, so
0: good. So okay. hopefully, well, thanks for staying with us, first of all. And hopefully, if anything, this episode just gave you some things to talk about, to continue wrestling with, like bring them to the feet of Jesus, bring them to community, like literally get together with your friends and say, hey, would you listen to this podcast episode? And like, I want to talk about it. Like, what do you yeah. think about this? Like, um, I think that these are things like you don't have to agree with everything but I would just challenge you to, to keep wrestling with it, to keep going to Jesus about it and to keep just like pursuing yes. his heartbeat for you as an individual, not just like, you know, doing the right thing to do the right thing or making a choice just to like look good or fit in with other Christians, but doing the things that he's actually asking you to do. And I believe he can give you clarity on that. So yes. hopefully this helps. I'll review them really quickly for us. Number one, alcohol alcohol and partying um, is not just a way to numb out from your problems. It actually oftentimes makes your problems worse. In the long term. (laughs) Yes. That's for real. Long term makes them worse. Number two, it's not the only option in college. There are so many other ways to have so much fun. There are incredible people on your college campus who are loving Jesus um, with all of them and doing really fun stuff on the weekends. Number three, um, it can seriously deeply affect your intimacy with Jesus. Um, You start to like keep things in the dark and put up a wall between you and God. And um, I don't know about you, you, but I want to hear God's voice as clearly as possible. Um, I don't want to have any secrets from him. So yeah. can deeply affect your relationship with Jesus. And then number four, the way you spend your time in college matters. It matters so, so much. And rather than thinking about all of the things that like you have to say no to, like that you can't go to the parties or, you, you know, yeah. you can't have that or can't do that. Think about all the things that God could do with that instead. So, that simple okay. choice, like God could do incredible things. And I believe he will say. So um, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I know it was a different one, but we're super (laughs) thankful. And we want to keep covering the hard topics. We want to keep talking about the things that you guys are walking through that you're trying to make hard decisions on that you're struggling with. Mm -hmm. So um, keep letting us know, keep reaching out. And we just love you guys. We're so thankful Mm -hmm. for this family to like talk about the hard stuff with and to discern God's heart with together. We love you guys. And we'll talk to you next week we